Welcome to the Retirement Pilot with Steve Hoover. Please discard unnecessary fees and expenses before going through security. Check your emergency fund at the gate and securely stow your well-conceived portfolio in the overhead bin. And when we reach cruising altitude, remember, you are now free to move about retirement. Hey everybody, welcome into the Retirement Pilot with Steve Hoover and myself, and it's time to talk about retirement satisfaction, uh, or uh, you know, getting some, or can't get no satisfaction, I guess, as Mick Jagger would say from the Stones. What's going on, Steve? How you doing, my friend? I'm doing good, Mark. How are you? Pretty good. Are you a Stones fan? Do you enjoy the Stones? Uh, some other stuff. Some other stuff. Yeah, me too. Yeah, uh, but that's a classic tune, right? As soon as you you know think satisfaction, you hear that guitar riff. Everybody knows the song, right? Just kind of goes off in your head a little bit. But what we've got here is uh, is five key kind of I don't know pillars, situations, whatever you want to kind of call them, uh, that can help lead us to hopefully retirement satisfaction. That's what we're all looking for. And these are fairly broad, but I think you can kind of bring these into any kind of criteria, uh, break them down into a smaller element of the individual pieces of retirement strategizing if you want to. So I'll, I'll jump in, explain as we go along, but I think this will be pretty easy for people to digest. Uh, so high level, but you can always break it down to a smaller level if you'd like. First one is peace of mind, right? That's that's pretty key, Steve. Everybody wants peace of mind in retirement. And I think the key with this one is thinking about right now what we're going through with the, the incredible volatility in the stock market, right? Um, peace of mind to be able to retire regardless of what's happening. Because these things, as much as we'd like to believe that they stay up forever like they have the last 12 years, these things do happen. They do. And one of the things that I always talk about in, in terms of that is as long as you have your current income coming in. So retirement is nothing more about nothing more than income you know right you don't really live off growth of your portfolio you're really living off income and to get peace of mind you need to know you've got that money coming in every single month so you've got to build your investments around generating income and i kind of use an example with with people saying look if your income is based upon rental property and it's bringing in five thousand dollars a month in rental property and it's coming in every single month. You really don't care what happens to the value of your property. It can go up, it can go down, but as long as you're getting that five thousand a month, that's what that's the important thing, right? And that's kind of like on your retirement is it's all about income. And as long as we build a portfolio based upon generating the income you need, it'll allow you to have peace of mind and go with the flow in terms of the market going up and going down. And you can kind of say okay, it's down, but I'm still getting my income. Yeah. I know it will come back ultimately, but as long as I got my income, I got peace of mind. Yeah. you know, And that's the tough part. And I get it, right? That's some of the value. I think a big chunk of the value of working with a financial professional like yourself is that sounding board for when it does go down, because it is stressful. Even if you know that things are good, there's going to be some people who, you know, they've got a great plan in place. They're fine. They're, they Technically, they're fine. They know they're fine. But it still does cause concern when we're seeing things like today when we're actually taping this uh, particular podcast. We'll be dropping it this afternoon, Steve. Uh, the market's off to another to a rough start. It's down about almost 2% as the time we're taping this. Apple and Boeing seem to be the big 
uh, falls here. Some of the economic data is rolling in from probably the prior month is probably what is happening here. So, again, I get it. It's stressful. My brother's 64, Steve. He's retiring in less than 12 months. So, you know, it's hard for him not to panic each day when he's looking at this, and I have to keep reminding him, hey, man, some of that stuff is your later money. You're going to be retired hopefully 20 years. What's happening to debt? You still got plenty of time in the market. You're just not working, you know, much longer. And I get it, right? So it's tough. And that's where that peace of mind comes in. And that leads me to number two, Steve. That's diversity of income streams. If you have multiple income streams, it won't be as stressful. That's right. And you have to divide your money into three different areas. I use a a house analogy. You know, you have to have money in the safe side, which is your foundation. Right. Then you want to have money in your walls, which is income. All it's there to do is generate the income you need. Then you have your roof, and that's probably your growth. That's where you're going to have money in the stock market. And what I always talked about is you need that money to behave the way it's supposed to behave. So in other words, (laughs) money in the roof is going to behave going up and going down. Think of a teenager. Teenagers, (laughs) you know, their personalities, one day they're up, next day they're down, one day they're up, one day they're down. But over the long term, they do level out and and become (laughs) good kids. We hope. And and, you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So you've got to get, it's going to, the, it's going to behave the way it's going to behave. You yeah. can't control it. It's going to yep. go up and down. But over time, it will be higher. The other part is income. Is I, I keep going back to income, is that's the key. And one of the problems with most portfolios that I review is that they're built for growth. They're not built for income. Mm-hmm. And what happens is you depend on it like your brother. His portfolio should be built to generate income, not totally growth. Because what happens right. is if you are dependent upon it to grow at seven, eight percent a year and it doesn't, now you're taking money out of a portfolio that's going down and it only hurts you going down. So if you structure your portfolio to generate the income that you need, still have money in the market, okay, to behave the way it's supposed to behave and you give it permission to go up and down, that's the long-term money like you were talking about. That's going to go up and down. But if it the bulk of it is in there to generate the income you need, that's how you structure a portfolio. And then you don't have to worry about what's going on with today. Yeah, I think that's a good way of looking at that, Steve, because, I mean, income is key in retirement. Income is king. And so, again, diversity, sometimes we hear that term and we think, well, I, I, my portfolio is diversified. And I'm talking about that. I'm talking about diversity of income streams, mm-hmm. uh, not being overly reliant on just one particular source. Uh, Number three on our pillars here or on our list is confidence. You know, obviously to have satisfaction in retirement, we'd like to have some confidence. Saw a really uh, cool quote, uh, an older quote from Jerry Seinfeld, and he was like, confidence is an amazing commodity. There's really no, it's, it's limitless upside as long as it doesn't bleed into arrogance, right? Which I thought was a great way of looking at that. And the last 12 years of the market, you know, Steve, has made us very confident and then also made us very arrogant. And now we're seeing some the downsides of it, uh, and people get you know you know they're getting a little worried. They make a mistake, they do something rash, and if you have the confidence in your plan and your strategy, you'll have the confidence to go into retirement and still feel like you can spend your money and enjoy yourself. Right, and and I think one of the issues that we've had with what's been going on, and we got comfortable with it whenever something was going wrong in the market. And we have to understand, markets have never been a straight line up. There have always been issues of going down and being in negative markets. But what we've been experiencing in the last 12 years is whenever we got to that point of where, oh my gosh, the market's going to start to go down, 
and the stock market's going to show a 20, 15, 20, 25% loss, the federal government came in and saved us and pumped a bunch of money into the system, which was lowering interest rates and throwing money at the system. And it basically saved us. And we kind of got the confidence was, oh, well, the government will come in and save us every time this happens to the market. Well, guess what? There are repercussions of that. And we're feeling it with the inflation. And now they're not doing it. The Fed is not going to come in and lower interest rates because all that'll do is kick in inflation even higher, which is bad for everybody. And so that's what, you know, that confidence of, well, the government will save us on this one. No, they're not. They can't. They cannot afford to do it because inflation will eat away at everybody's lifestyle if they yep. don't get it under control. Yep. And, and and that's what we're seeing a lot of, too. We're seeing reaction, overreaction, uh, you know, best guesses at some of these things. And, and you know, they turn around. I mean, even the Fed chairman has turned around and said, well, you know, we were wrong. We, we did this and we, it didn't work. Right. So uh, that doesn't make the market happy. That doesn't make us happy as investors and as, uh, you know, potential retirees or possibly, you know, closing in on that. So that's why you got to have a strategy to try to deal with some of these things as best we can. Completely putting your head in the sand and ignoring it, certainly not a way to go. And that's going to help you with our fourth one, which is having some security. You got to have some security. And we can move away from the market on any of these if we really wanted to, Steve. So just for the sake of the argument, security could be a number of things. It could be the security of the income plan we just talked about. Maybe it's the security of your own health coverage, right? As we get into retirement, that's another huge avenue that people often kind of put their head in the sand on, or they think about the health care, but not the long-term health care. Exactly. So one of the issues is risk management. I call it risk management. And risk management is you've got to offset the risks that are possible out there. Um, Think about your home. You yeah. carry homeowner's insurance. Sure. Um, and that's a piece of risk management. Well, we know statistically that most, about 90% of people, married couples, let's go back to married couples who are mid 60s, there's about a 90% chance one of them is going to need some type of care later in life because one of them is going to live into their 90s. And you know, you've got to offset that risk. So part of retirement planning and all that is you've got to make sure you look at the risk that you can offset. Is there any way to shift some of that risk someplace else? And long-term care is probably one of the biggest because it will drain your money faster than anything else. And the you know, people say, well, the government will come in and, and will pay for it. Well, that's called Medicaid. And you will have to spend every dime you have in order to qualify for that. And then you're at the beck and call of where they're going to send you. So always with risk management, we want to give people options. We want to make sure that they get to choose, you know, choice. And if you don't offset that risk in in a variety of different options um, are out there to offset that risk, you're going to, you're going to have a problem. No, definitely. And so, and so again, management, it's a good term, security, however you want to kind of phrase these different things, these kind of high level approaches, then you can break down into the individual kind of aspect that's truly important to you at that given time or that particular piece. So it's easy to do. But again, you got to work with a professional to help you kind of dissect all this stuff. And that'll bring us to our fifth and final one this week on the podcast, Steve, uh, for retirement satisfaction. And it's independence. Now, again, we could apply this to anything, right? Independence could be independence from government so that we're not dependent upon Social Security if we can help it. We're not dependent upon whether or not they raise taxes 
taxes. We're being as tax efficient as possible. It's probably coming, so let's make sure we're managing that. But maybe it's also something as uh, more close to home, like independence from family. Uh, I know your father's elderly. My mom's elderly. She lived with us for our first couple of years of retirement, Steve, and she wasn't happy. She wanted to have some more personal independence, so she got herself on a senior waiting list and got herself into a senior apartment complex. And while it's, you know, in other aspects she has issues, she loves the fact that she's not a burden to her family, which I think most of us want in retirement. Absolutely. I All the, the folks that I work with always say, I don't want to, my kids to, to have to take care of me. I just, I want to have control. And again, it goes back to control and choice. I want to have the choice of where I live and I want to have the control of the way I want to live. I do not want somebody to have to take care of me. And people off, some folks that will say, I've heard it that are not clients of mine, but I've heard it before. Well, well, my daughter will take care of me or my son will take care of me. Well, you know, if you're 90 years old and there's going to become a point where they can't administer, you know, medication, um, do you, This I hate to say this, but do you want your child having to bathe you if you are, or if you're incontinent, do you want them uh, having to to do the things you do for a um, you know a baby do you, is that really what you want? Uh, and most of the people go, no, I do not want oh, yeah, that. that no, right? I, I want my dignity. I'll you know I'll I would much rather have a, a believe it or not they would much rather have a a stranger. Uh, in oh yeah, no, I believe that. Yeah. that. yeah, you know, as opposed to their child, and you want to you want to at least have choice and and control over that, and you you need to plan for that because if you don't. That may actually happen. And the other part is at some point your your children are just, you know, if my dad fell, I'm a fairly strong person. It's hard for me to get him up. I mean, and, you know, if and my my stepmother could never get him up, you know, and, you know, my sister, who's younger than I am, would not be able to get him up. So you need to plan ahead on these things and you need to make certain that you have professionals that can can help. And give you some choice and some control over that. Because if you don't, something happens, it it can be a problem. I think you're spot on with that, especially the the idea of uh, being you know a strange even a stranger taking care of you because there's just there's something I think still a bit more dignified. I know we all realize that if we live long enough, we're probably going to get to that point where we do return to somewhat babyish needs. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, having someone else that you're you know don't necessarily know or, or you're it's not part of your family somehow helps a little bit. My wife was in the hospital for an extended period of time a couple of years ago, and when it came to a couple of those personal moments, she much rather a nurse than my daughter or I go in there and help her. You know, right? Uh, so totally, un- and and granted, that was you know in her forties, and you know, but still, I that's going to just extrapolate even to when you're in your eighties as well. So there's still that personal level of div- of dignity. So again, can we get satisfaction even in these kinds of times? I think we can, right? It's just a matter. You've got to have a plan. You've got to have a strategy, and certainly working with someone because the knee-jerk reactions or the panicked reactions tend to lead us astray. So, um, you know, peace of mind, diversity, confidence, security, independence, five key points that you can apply to any aspect of the retirement planning process. And if you need help with those, definitely reach out to Steve, get onto his calendar, have a conversation. If you're not already working with him, he is a financial coach at Wealth Partners Corporation. Uh, He's been helping families for many, many years, closing in on what, 30 years now, right, Steve? It's actually over 26. 26. Okay. So 26. The, get, I know. There you go. Getting close. I started when I was 10. There you go. <laughs> 
Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, look, get on the calendar if you've got some questions, you need some help, and uh, we'll make sure to uh, you know, to remind you, to, hey, subscribe to the podcast, catch future episodes. We do these once a month to try to shed some uh, hopefully useful nuggets of information out there for folks to use and that you might find beneficial. And again, if you can find it all, and if you need some help, go to wealthpartnerskc.com. That's wealthpartnerskc.com. Steve, have a great week, my friend. I'll see you next time. Thanks, Mark. We appreciate you here on The Retirement Pilot with Steve Hoover. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple, Google, Spotify, and all the major platforms. Again, find it all at wealthpartnerskc.com. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.